A prominent Colorado Park anti-gang activist, Ayub Mangali, known as the Ultimate Warrior, was murdered in a suspected hit in Colorado Park on Sunday evening. According to News 24, Mangali, age 60, uh, was the former counting head of the outlawed people against gangsterism and drugs, recently mobilized residents to perform raids on the Section B, Section Flats. Following his death, the Democratic Alliance in Kauteng said he was deeply saddened by the news. We're joined by our guest this afternoon, Krizani from the DA. Good afternoon and welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Uh, what uh, information do you have for us with regards to uh, the circumstances that led to the death of uh, uh, Mangali? Okay. Mangali is a well-known outspoken um, activist against uh, the gangsterism and drug wars in these communities, especially in Alderada Park. And um, we all know that over the last year, gangsterism has just take, has just increased tremendously. And there have been a, a, a number of brutal shootings happening. Um, and since the mid of last year until now, we already already close to about 100 people that have been fatally killed. Um, through these brutal shootings, some of them caught up in crossfire between um, the different gangs, the fast guns, and um, you know, so so this is this is one of the reasons why he has been um, a target. It has come to my attention a couple of days ago that there was in fact a hit list that was sent around on WhatsApp at the end of last year um, with a number of strong community leaders' names on this uh, hit list, and the case was opened with the Algarve Park Police Station. Um, with this WhatsApp and the names that was mentioned in it. Mongoli's name was also one of them. And um, But up until now, there's not really any reports on what the progress of this investigation is. And now it's um, a little bit too late in the, the case of Mongoli because he has now died and passed away um, in a fatal way. Um, but hopefully, you know, by putting attention on this case and asking the questions which I'm doing, we will at least be able to um, highlight the plight of the community in Alvarado Park. Yes. So, you know, this uh, type of behavior, this gangster and behavior, uh, traditionally it was synonymous with the Cape Flats. When did we start seeing this sort of a trend emerging in Alvarado Park? It started a couple of years ago, but, um, you know, for some reason, and this is something that is very sad to me, it, it doesn't appear as if it's getting the same amount of attention, for instance, what the case flats would get or what the killings in, in Soweto would even get. If um, there's killings happening in the taverns in Soweto, immediately the minister, Becky Kelly, is there. He's um, having an visa in the area and, um, you know, they're trying to allocate additional resources. But somehow the same is just not happening in the areas of Alderada Park, Westbury and Riverlee, um, which is extremely sad and, and um, you know, despondent for us. Um, so we, this, and this is why we are trying to highlight the plight of this area. Um, you know, over the last year, specifically, I've received daily reports uh, from community members in Alderada Park and Westbury um, with reports of people being killed. And, um, you know, so it seems like there's definitely an increase in in the gangsterism in this area um, over the last year from about July last year. What is at the core of uh, the increase in the gangsterism? 
Well, it's definitely a social economic problem. So it's not one specific factor that's leading to the gang tourism. Um, but drugs obviously plays a, a major role in this. And there's also, it seems, influences from the Cape Flat area in, into Alvarado Park specifically, um, you know, where I've received reports of gangsters literally flying in on the morning, um, you know, killing people during the day and then flying out, leaving Kharton again in the evening, going back to Cape Town. Um, so this is a, it's a cross-border, provincial border problem, and we're definitely going to have to get the the MECs and the ministers in the various areas um, of the provinces and municipalities to start collaborating and working together to do proper crime intelligence in the area. Is that what is really needed, proper crime intelligence? Are you optimistic that with cooperation from the SAPs, uh, etc., we'll be able to overcome the scourge? Um, yes, there is definitely a need for proper crime intelligence. At this stage, for instance, the portfolio for crime intelligence um, within the de- Department of Community Safety and Housing is vacant. And, you know, this is a this is critical position within the Department for Community Safety and Security that should have been filled years ago already, and it's not filled. And um, these are some of the questions and pressures that we are, you know, asking the department in, through our committee oversight work. And in December, we finally managed to get the Committee for Community Safety and Security um, to agree um, to what the DA has been proposing for the last couple of months. And that is to, to launch and formalize a, 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 an official committee of inquiry into gangsterism and the brutal killings within Khartoum, and it's specifically areas like Alderoli Park, Westbury, Riverley, Long Rafter, um, you know, um, and it's even spilling over to places like Reichert Park, for instance, and um, yesterday in Pretoria as well. So it's not, it's not secluded to Alderoli Park alone. And this is the reason why the department should prioritize these crime intelligence positions and, um, you know, agree, you know, um, with, with the Democratic Alliance's proposal to do a proper investigation, consult the community, speak to the stakeholders, and get to the bottom of what's really going on. Yes, certainly. We hope they will do that. Thank you for the update. We appreciate your time. It's a pleasure. Have a good afternoon, Chairman.